It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. This show is Mike Babchik and his friends wrapping up the week on Mad Dog Sports Radio through the mind of one sick, vile, deranged human being, and that's being kind. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchik's Morning After. Morning after. And now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchik. Okay, terrific. And welcome to Mike Babchik's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent the show critically crapped on the show that is still here for now so you let me the lovable loser from morning man the guy you know and uh, no yeah god you threw the week that was yeah. on channel 82 yeah. as you've been guzzling down the programming all week long you're a little hungover on this early morning but i have the perfect cure for you it's not more cowbell say it with me my friends it's more clips, more clips, more clips, more clips, clip up a loser. Oh, we're back in the studio. We're back in the studio, baby, in New York City live here Let's on this go. Saturday morning. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchicks. Morning after anywhere you get your podcasts. That's right, anywhere. Anywhere? Mm. Even back in our home studio. Yeah, even in the studio, Eddie Erickson. Anywhere. You get your podcast as we're joined by my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever. And then there's Scotty Messina, the moose. I think that's that name's me. taken already. You know what? You're right. Stretch that. <laughs> and there's Scotty Messina, the whiner, who this that's is the producer of Morning After for now. Now, before we get to all the programming this week, it was a wild one. Eddie Erickson uh, at one point really this week wild. said, hey, I got a big question for you. And I said, oh, boy, what? This is big. What's going on? Where do you stand on backing into a spot? That's right, I did it. I said, wow, what a question. <laughs> See, I think if you're going to back into a spot, and of course you're going in backwards, I think you're crazy cocky. I think you're trying to show the world, look at me and how great of a driver I am. And I, and I have to tell Eddie, I do it. Now, I get pissed off when it happens to me, when I'm behind him in line, and I'm sitting there thinking I got that spot because I'm going to make that left turn, and then all of a sudden some car's sitting there I think is already gone. No, they stopped. They're reversing. They're going back into a spot, full parking lot. Why? So I get pissed. But, Eddie, I am the guy in a less filled parking lot that backs into that spot just to prove I can. I'm not a guy that lets a lot of things annoy him, as you know. Oh, yeah, 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 that's you. You just let stuff fly. You never hold on to something and then focus on it and then over and over and pound it to death. Never. uh, See, the problem is the backer inners in my neighborhood are all old people. They feel safer backing in to a tight spot in a supermarket than they do backing out when there's potentially people walking around. It's all about not wanting to kill anyone on the way out. Yes. They don't want to go in reverse. Old people should never do anything extra. That's true. Just get to the supermarket alive. (laughs) I'll never forget the time my grandfather called my mom, his daughter, and he was like, yeah, there was an incident. What happened? I was driving, and, um, well, when I got home, there was no mirror. What do you mean there was no mirror? Well, the passenger side mirror, it's gone. What happened? Did you hit anything? I'm not sure. We'll go see it. And we did go see it. And there was a giant... It's like he went through a bus. The whole thing... (laughs) The 
mirror. His Ford, How about you start there, though? His you don't Ford Taurus. an incident with your kid. How about we start with, hey, we had a little incident. We lost the mirror. Let's well, just the, get right to it. The old person doesn't want to admit that they're, you I know. I thought they were going to say, we lost your dog. <laughs> no, the old man doesn't want to admit that they're not a driver anymore. Like, you know, and that was it. After that, we, we we're like, no more driving. When does that happen? When does that start to happen? I think when you hit the bus, you sideswipe a bus, no. you back into when a spot. When does it start to happen? What's the age? Because I still feel very confident ah. that the night vision's good, no issues. It's not an age what? thing. I had a guy driving to school, my neighbor, Dr. Tendler, when I was in New Rochelle, New York. He would drive into high school. He would drive great. He was like 97 and half blind. He was a great driver, though. The one thing he didn't like... The one thing he didn't like was my brother, when he got out, he would slam the door. And so the next time around, he's like, Paul, don't slam the door. I'm, I, I can hear. Don't slam it. Wow. And so my brother was really cautiously, didn't want to slam the door. So when he got out for high school, in front of the whole school, I get out. I close my door, everything normal. And then I, I start walking away, and I hear my, ah, ah, ah. I turn. My brother closed the door so gently, he got his coat stuck in the door. And the Dr. Ten was driving, who really couldn't hear. And my brother was he was being dragged away. One of the greatest things I've ever Poor seen. Paul. Oh, my, that's my brother. <laughs> so I don't know if it's an age thing, Eddie. If you're over 70 and you get into an accident that was clearly your fault, you hit an immovable object, you hit something on the side of the road, maybe it's time to stop. What if you accelerate through the front of a deli window, like my wife's grandmother did? Is it time? Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's one of those. She went through. It's usually, it's either the deli or the laundromat. They go right through. They get confused. I got the brake. I got the brake confused with the gas. Which one was it? I'm not exactly (laughs) sure. My mother right now is a seven-year-old woman, and she drives with two feet. Well, she can't one see on each the steering thing. wheel. One on each thing. And oh, she, sit on, she sits on phone books, too, She right? sits on three yellow pages, two phone books, <laughs> the, the pillow. I, I try to, like, I have to start up her car. It's just a set of hands. <laughs> it's just the hands. And it looks like the bus steering wheel. <laughs> There's no head there. I try to get into her car to, like, I had to help her start it up. How so, close is the seat? I hit my head on the top, and I'm a short guy. <laughs> yeah, you're small. And the thing was so close. That's bad. When you get into a car, you're 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 a, a demure, you're, you're mm. a little man. If you get into a car and you're t- it's too close for you, that's bad. No, say it like you would say it, Eddie. You weak little man. <laughs> you're <a> weak little <laughs> man. <laughs> you say it. See, that's that's the bully in Eddie. Yeah, you know, that's that's where he goes. It <laughs> goes the big guy, Eddie. You it's only after my man. tenth beer. Yeah, that's right. Which nothing wrong with that. <laughs> hey, man, man, dog, Chris Russo. He might have to have a beer. He's all upset about Major League Baseball, right? That's his love. That's his passion. He loves baseball. Where does he? Is it? I don't. I. Mm-mm. Well, then what's left? He for loves him? the check. He likes the check. All right, he likes that cashing of the check. MLB Network, uh, the TVs. But Mad Dog this week, obviously, was talking about the labor dispute. We are in a lockout right now. No baseball. No We're locked day. out. We're locked out. Yo, let me in. We're locked out. Here's Doggy. We're locked out, guys. I'm Mad Dog Unleashed. Well, they lost the last two negotiations, 10-1, by the aggregate scores, and they've been the mercy rule. Oh, there's the so aggregate. So they want to all undo that. Tough work. You don't all undo it in one negotiate in one labor scenario. You don't go from, we got buried 10-1, 10-1, so let's bury them back. That doesn't work that way. Oh. When oh. you lose 10-1, you got to work your way back yeah, incrementally. You don't oh, get it gosh. all back in one day. It's go. like a team a that's down 25 oh, in the go. NBA oh. in the third quarter. There get it, it is. Get it back with one Analogies. You chip Always. away. You chip away, you chip away, you chip away, and then you get back in the middle. Might I take want a couple chips. of CBAs, but you get right back to the middle. The players don't seem to know that. The middle. I mean, these players are hot stuff. And if anybody sits there and says, well, Russo's I just in the, new, in the owner's bag, nonsense. This is going to hurt me possible. down the road. These players are going to hear this. Me killing them.
I do a baseball show every day. Every day. Think anybody's going to come on? What are you going to talk about? You think Mike Trout's coming on a TV show? They don't come on anyway. They don't want to come on with me anyway. They think they're going to come That's... on now? How about when they go to the All-Star game? That's you think Eddie... they're going to pop on? Eddie can't or am I going to have more Jock Peterson, who basically tried to embarrass the hell out of me last year That's at the good. World Series in Game 5? And said, Alana, I'm doing this interview for you. Laugh for you, Russo. I can't stand you. On tape. See it. And the media. Jock shunned The him. first time I hear somebody in the media go out there and say, hold on now, this is ridiculous. Oh, hold on now. Manfred, go ahead. Hold How on. about the players? This is a disgrace. They turned down this deal with all these advantages? They turned this down? Who turns down $129,000 raise? 23%. You might, dog. Who turns that down? <laughs> and then I got passing out there giving the Wingfoot golf scores. I could put in a thimble. What right, right down Scott the street Passon from me. knows about labor Scott, negotiations. Scott, Scott Passon, where'd that come from? Or Scott Pat, whatever his name is, Jeff Passon. <laughs> I thought it was my Dave. Goodness. As he was saying that, I was actually deleting Jeff's number from my phone. <laughs> or Scott. Maybe you should try to get Scott I now. Take, I was taking both Passons out of my phone, Jeff and Scott. I'm looking forward to this year's All Star Game. This oh is, yeah, it's all, it's all player driven, all player events, and then uh, I'll look forward to my Steve Torrey slash Bill Zimmerman right. email. Right before I leave, so who do we got planned for the uh, for the All Star game? Hey. I want to put it in the director's report. Hey Eddie, what what players or writers can you get that Scott passing on? <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, you think any players are going to come on? What, Steve, what do you, you say? Listen to the show. No one's coming on. <laughs> That's you very heard this? clear. It's very clear. Hey Steve, you know what it is? It's like the bottom of the ninth, and you're down fifteen to one, <laughs> and there's one out. Okay, That's where we're at in the All Star game. Let me describe it like dogwood. Jock Peterson went on high heat, looked at Dog and go, I'm not doing this for you. Jock Peterson. I thought Jock Peterson. A fourth outfielder on the Braves. Brandon Crawford of Dog's beloved, or once beloved, San Francisco Giants. I came up to him at the All-Star game. I'm like, what could go wrong here? Beautiful day, mile high city, everything's good. Hey, Brandon, you got a couple minutes for uh, high heat, Mad Dog Unleashed? Looks right at me. I'll pass. <laughs> Man. I'll pass. I take that as basically go fuck yourself. I really do. Yeah. Keep sending me to these events and these remotes. They're all good <laughs> ideas. Let's do 13 days at the World Series where we can't get anyone on and wonder why. Hopefully Steph Curry's in the NBA Finals this year. We can go to that, too. So we could tell him he's overrated. He's not really that good. Top 17, maybe. <laughs> not in my top 50. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, would you take it at life on the line? Life on How many times is your life going to be on the line where you're getting asked a sports question? I want to know who goes a sicko that's out there killing people. Life on the line. And then you have to answer Steph Curry or Larry Bird. Life on the line. And then I answered wrong and I'm gone. Yeah, no, that's going to be a lot of fun for you. Oh. Let's say Mad Dog Chris Russo goes to get a sandwich. They don't have bacon. What analogy would he give for that? You can't get up to bat without a bat. Okay. How are you going to make a sandwich without bacon? That's like getting up to home plate without your bat. <laughs> <laughs> Something stupid like that. You know, uh, uh, Babchik's marriage reminds me of the fourth quarter. 25-point deficit with three minutes to go. Still got a shot. A little dicey. Though uh, Babchik's uh, marriage problems are overrated. Just like Steph Curry. Ah, jeez, my, 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 head, my headpiece fell off. Oh, my gosh. I can't hear you, Eddie. <laughs> You know, Steve Torrey's show, that's like, bottom of the ninth, you're down 10-1. You got Mad Dog Daily, though, Steve Torrey, who also is a lover of baseball. There are a lot of people out there that feel the same way, that it's baseball's too long anyway. Mm, too long. You know, uh, having these and games that start in, in April and, you know, uh, the people well, have other interests in around that time of interests. year. Yes, continue. And is it a big deal if you chop 15, 20 games? I, I mean, I, I'm sure plenty of people feel that way. <laughs> 
But those of the uh, traditionalists that follow the sport mm-hmm. don't want it. I mean, I feel that way about the NBA. Now, I'm not, I'm not a huge NBA fan. I mean, oh. I love college basketball more. You do. Uh, you know, I'm following the NBA. I'll, I'll be there during the postseason. But there are times where I think that that season just gets completely boring. Mm. All right, there's Steve Tork. Over the course oh, of 82 sorry. games. Oh, sorry But, boy, I, it, it just uh, – I heard passion on um, with um, <laughs> Michael Kay on uh, – what? New York ESPN radio just a little while ago. And they have a simulcast on the Yes Network. What? And I had it on my TV here where I'm doing the show in my office. And I, and I look and I, you know, I hit the sound and I heard passion. He oh thinks boy, Scott. that the players would be willing. They're so unified that they'd be willing to give up a full year. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, all right. There's Steve Tor. The sport would oh, go away, sorry. never come back. Yep. As it is, it's going to be tough. Mm. We'll come back. We'll hear more from Tony Clark, the Players Association chief, mm. who will. Uh, I think. Explain. What? what? Yeah. Explain what? Is he in break? Why they're not oh. playing games. Okay. We'll hear good. from Clark about that. That is some tease. Uh, we'll hear from Tony Clark on baseball? <laughs> this is how I look at it. Baseball carries me for one week in April, opening day, to like the first week. Then we put it to bed again. We check back in at the All-Star game. And then we check back in at the World Series. It wouldn't even make an impact on our show. We wouldn't even notice it. Right. I mean, baseball is such a small window anyway. You know, they got that summer window, but they need April to sort of bring you in. That's it. You have that yeah. one week in April that maybe you get hooked, maybe, and then you're there for the rest of the season. You're going to lose that little window in April after March Madness is over and then before, like, the NBA playoffs it, get going. That's a major I'll, problem. It's, yeah. We'll also miss the big rant about why we put East Coast teams on the East Coast in April because it's still freezing here. Yep. I'll miss that. Hey, Doppler Doggy here. Now what are we doing playing games in the snow? I can't watch it in the cold weather, even though I'm upstairs in my attic, even though I'm watching it on television in a warm room. I can't, I can't get into it. Boy, I'm anyway, going to miss this. What are you having a game in Boston for? It's crazy. But, I mean, we all know baseball's got some major issues. The biggest issue is that it's tough to gamble on. It just is. I mean, you've got to be tough. a really good gambler, and you've got to be so committed. Even if you're good, it doesn't Even it if doesn't you're good, it's, impo- it's too long of a season, first of all. You're always going to run into trouble. It's just a very complicated way to gamble. It's not simple very. like the NFL. Fantasy baseball is insanely oh, tedious. It's grueling. <laughs> every day you got to check it. Do you not check your fantasy football lineups every day anyway? No, no. Why would I don't? Thursday night football. I check it on yeah, Thursday. It. Every you're a good player, you're checking every day. You're doing the waiver. Good player. Oh, Scott. Scott. Waivers. You, you fantasy dork. Who finished <laughs> higher in the league? Me. You didn't even make the playoffs. I was in the semifinals, asshole. Not the big money league. Oh, I thought we were oh. talking about the other league. Oh, we were the little I one. Than you. Oh. oh, the little one. The big money league. I kicked your ass. Then I was like, check in the day. playoffs. Yeah. There's you nothing know. worse than the fantasy no, guy says, I lost in the semifinals. That you brought it up. Oh. oh. I think there are ways to better the game. Willie Cologne had a great idea that we hit on on Morning Men. Evan Cohen, Mike Babchick, Willie Cologne. Uh, let's get back to Willie's idea of hot chicks. There's not enough hot chicks in the <laughs> game. I want to see every player's wife or girlfriend. They should all be in the front row. They should all be they sitting are. there. I want them right behind home plate so I can see them. Topless vendors. Ooh, I like that idea. Until I get a dude named Frank. It's always Frank. Hey, be here. Be here. Come here, sexy. Be here. Yeah, that's where you get an issue. <laughs> Topless yeah. vendors. I never thought of that. Topless vendors. But, I mean, all the beer vendors are dudes. Your point was well taken about there's not enough hot chicks at baseball games. Whenever there is one, they just keep going back. Because yeah. there's so few. 
they just keep hitting on the same one over and over again. Yeah, over I mean, they, and over. The cameraman just, just hones in yeah. because it's either that or, like, I think baseball fans are the ugliest group. I think they're worse than football fans. Really? Yeah, I think they're worse than bad. Basketball fans seem like put together. They go there after work. They're still the wearing their suit. Basketball fans are definitely the most put together. They're they're very they're they're fit. The they hair's just, always neat. They got that very intimidating short haircut that I'm not a fan of. Inti- are you intimidated yeah. by a hard part? <laughs> that hard part throws me off. It just it brings me back to a place I don't I don't want to think about. Anyway, so yeah, I don't like that haircut but at all. But the baseball not a fan. fan, schlubby, warts, a long nose hair. That's a baseball fan, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you might be right. So we got a problem. I'll tell you, I had a problem this past week because on vacation I went to Newport, Rhode Island for a that couple is days. A you know what we like to do? We like to pick a summer town but go there in the winter. This way it's half empty, it's nice and everything's cheap. Everything's closed. But everything's closed. That's the problem. <laughs> Within 15 minutes of getting there, my wife turned to me and was like, this is a mistake. I'm like, oh, I know. God. But we were walking around, literally, there wasn't a human or a car in sight, and I was yelling, hello, 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 hello. I think the real highlight was the way home. Road trip style. All right, listen to this, courtesy of Morniman. Before we went to pizza, though, my daughter was crying, saying she didn't feel good. And I'm like, listen, this trip sucked. The whole idea was to drive through New Haven and get this pizza. So while we're sitting there and eating, she's crying the entire time. To the point where even this angry old school waiter comes over with a lollipop to like try to make her feel better. She eats like half a slice of pizza. We get back in the car. I'm pissed off because I wanted Italian ice. At a bakery that the Yukon Al the Foul Father told me to go to. And so I was all upset because now I have to drive right home. We're driving. Within five minutes of getting on the highway back home, my daughter throws up. Oh, boy. All over boy. herself. All right, Shocking so that was hard. That was bad. <laughs> we can run in the family. That she wasn't feeling well Your in the place. Such a problem. This is supposed to be the best pizza <laughs> in the world. You put the pizza above the health of your children. Yeah. It's supposed oh, to be okay. the totally best agree. in the world. My bad. It's, it's, My thank bad. you so much, Willie. Totally yeah. So you got to put that higher. All right, so now I, I roll down all the windows. My daughter pukes again. See? Now it oh, stinks. God. It's horrible. Oh. And you know me, I have a weak constitution. I start gagging. Very weak. I'm dry heaving. I end up, because of the smell of my (laughs) daughter throwing up, I throw up in my mouth. (laughs) I spit my throw up out my window. It goes right out my window, right through the back window that I just opened. Now I throw up all over my baby boy, Billy. So now baby boy, Billy, has throw up all over him. Samantha throw up all over him. My wife's in the front. I'm like, you got to get to the back and fix this. Joey's going to throw up. Joey starts not feeling good. They switch. my My wife's telling me to pull over. But you know me, with time, I wanted to make good time home. Good we time. were flying down 95 time. in That's Connecticut. I'm not thing. stopping. So figure it out. <laughs> so she goes to the back. She now has to clean off my daughter and my son. So she's cleaning off my daughter. My daughter's like, I got to puke again. I'm like, you got to figure it out. Gets a brown bag. <laughs> my daughter's think. puking in a brown bag. Five minutes later, my, my wife yells, the brown bag is leaking. There was leaking oh, vomit out everywhere. Oh, We're still driving. My son has his head out the window. I'm still gagging. I start <laughs> cleaning off the throw up. I got throw up in the window, little button. I'm like, oh, my God. I throw up all over this button. car. This is really bad. Where, I hear one more. Uh, uh. I'm like, oh, my God. Right, Sam, let it out. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> my wife goes, that wasn't Sammy. That's Billy. Billy threw up. So now my baby boy, <laughs> Billy, is throwing up. So now my daughter. So three out of five members of this family have vomited all over themselves. Damn. And I, and I refused to stop. I did not stop one single. I just kept driving, figure it out. My wife was changing my daughter in the back, my baby. And then we finally got it. And we made great time. But we great all threw dad. up. And then You're I brought a really the great dad. Pizza first. And then I brought the car right to the car wash. 
without even cleaning. And I told the guys, I was like, look, there's something back there. It happens, you know. I'll throw an extra dollar in the tip thing, okay? Wow. We'll work dollar, it out. Yeah, wow. One whole dollar. I, I worked at a car wash. Don't don't say, like, I don't understand what these people are. Th- I cleaned up vomit, and I didn't get a bigger tip because they like to pull the tips in the car wash. So they it's really, they do, they do the pool. Your daughter, though, when she starts crying, that could bring anything to a screeching halt. You oh no! Fat. I look fat. Yeah, you look fat. <laughs> anything? Yeah, anything. Yeah, anywhere and anywhere. Yeah. Oh, she she was crying like crazy during the meal. We had a waiter, old school. You know these how pizza you, places. I, I don't know how you even go through that. I because... just try to tune it out. But we had an old school waiter at a pizza place was angry. Mask on. Sit there. Taking it or not taking it. There was somebody behind us who actually walked in and was like, hey, I just want to look at the pizza. He goes, look at the pizza. You don't know what pizza looks like? It's been around forever. Well, I just wanted to, well, it's been around. What do you want? You going to take it or not? And the guy's like, you know what? Good luck. He's like, you know Leave. He was so bothered by Samantha crying, my daughter, that he actually brought her a lollipop. But pizza, pizza being refunded is one of the worst. <laughs> refunded. But it's not the worst. I think it smells think worse well, than it's anything. The smell. The smell is the horrible. Sauce. Tell me what's worse. I think Mexican food is worse. That sounds like it would be Mexican worse. Mexican sounds actually horrific. <laughs> Chinese, <laughs> Chinese, Chinese, Chinese awful. Chinese no. looks terrible. Okay. You know, yeah. low mates coming out both ways. Strings everywhere. <laughs> but Mexican food is the worst. I think my wife, she had a bout of I don't know what. But Montezuma's Mexi- revenge. Her Mexican food was refunded right into the little sink in our bathroom. That what? was a nightmare. You're ruining the word refund for me. <laughs> yeah. I love the yeah. word refund. I do, do love please the word refund. Please don't ever money, say refunded I again. Wor- I hate the word vomit. <laughs> refunded. Nasty. But you're ruining that. I nothing like getting something back. Don't. Ruin the word return and refund for me, all right? Uh, you know, while I was at this pizza place, too, I, I actually saw a guy. I look up. I'm like, oh, my God. This is a guy I played tennis with in high school. What hey, are the chances? It's crazy, right? I mean, he's not from this area. I'm not from this area. And there he is. And he was a couple tables away and I already sat down. And so I look at him. He looks at me. Hey, we nod. I'm like, oh, my God. Amazing. He's like, yeah. Look at you. I'm like, yeah. And then he got up and he was all done with his meal. And he walks by the table and... He keeps walking, and he's about to walk out the door. I'm like, no, where are you going? He's like, yeah, it looks like you got your hands full. We'll catch up another time. I haven't seen this guy in 18 years, but my family scared him. Your, your child would be the only child that, you know, God forbid she were, let's say, kidnapped. Oh, my God. They would literally stop and return her. They'd refund her <laughs> is what they would do. Oh, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Patrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about jerseys, March, and hot tubs. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After. The best meets the worst. The best stories from the week recapped by the worst host on the channel. This is Babchick's Morning After. Oh, yeah. So welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 82. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere Anywhere. you get your podcast. And I mean anywhere. Joined by my friends, Eddie Erickson, (laughs) producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever. And, of course, there's Scotty Moose, Scott Messina, the producer of uh, Morning After for now. So much going on in the world of sports. You know, it is March, so you got the college basketball action with every single head coach in college losing their mind, throwing out a game, starting fights. It's been fantastic to watch. And then, of course, you got Major League Baseball stuck in this lockout now, as we'll have no baseball. And I don't know if anybody really cares. Is there anything more exciting than CBA talk? You're a great legal mind. I love it. <laughs> the I, collective bargaining agreement. I don't ca- I don't want to pick a side. I don't care. I'm not Riveting. on the owner's side. I'm not on the player's Riveting. side. And I'm worried about this sport because 
because, I mean, am I really worried? Am I losing Are sleep? You? I guess I'm not. I'm not losing sleep <laughs> over baseball going bye-bye, but it's amazing. Like, my son has no interest. He's 10 years old. He's not bothered by the lockout. No one does. But he's loving the NBA because he's on TikTok. Of course. And he loves course. football. And football now is 24-7. You know what's great? We got a football guy on Mornament. And his name? He's Scott Messina. Big football guy. <laughs> but Evan, Babs, and Willie. We talked about team-issued gear and jerseys. He had a problem with the sweatsuits. They would expose a lot of a lot of women, especially during the cafeteria. After a Saturday night game, you see whoever you hooked up with wear your your team into a sweatshirt. And then oh. for, so like Hofstra, we had Hofstra, big football, and your right. number. And said so it said Hofstra football, oh. football number. Mm. If you were in a calf, Calf. You know, doing the walk like of shame, that. or you just want to grab it, you know, if like a young that. lady or somebody wanted to grab a bike before they got back to the room on a Sunday that's morning. What it's called. They usually had a sweatshirt on, and you could see who they hooked up with by the number in the sweatshirt. Wilkie was so guys, so a lot of people were telling on themselves the earlier on Sunday morning, like, well, how did you get that sweatshirt? You can that's not in the bookstore. You can't just get that sweatshirt from anybody. So it was always funny, especially for the guys. We would you know wake up Sunday morning, get ready for shakeout, kind of breeze through the calf, and you see a couple, you know, fine young tenderonies with the Put over their head all crunched up with a big 52 on their back. She ate the mic. Yeah, you didn't get that for Christmas. You had to earn that. Or you would see the sweatpants somehow. You see like a 3X on a a girl who has like, you know, who could could fit through a hula hoop. Uh, I mean, Cheerio. So it would would be weird, man. You would see see interesting things on Sunday mornings. Once I hooked up in Albany and I gave a girl to go home with my Gilligan's Island t-shirt. I had a Gilligan's (laughs) Island t-shirt, which that to me is my like jersey. I would wear it all the time. It just had Gilligan right in the front. And she took it. And a couple days later, you know, I tracked her down and I went out and I was like, I got to get that shirt back. And she's like, I don't have it. I threw it out. What? Oh man! <laughs> yeah, and there was but no second really date anyway. Catch, huh? <laughs> yeah, there was no second date anyway. But she threw out my Gilligan's Island shirt. Cleaned up That's with not it. Not right. Into the garbage. I love that shirt. I try to relate to every story that Willie has. It's tough because he's such a <laughs> right. he's a cool guy in the calf finding those tenderonies. Well, I was actually eating chicken tenders in a cafeteria. <laughs> now, Eddie, you say why can't they just wear their own clothes? Something it's is not lost. lost. It's comfort. Like, this is the next when morning. You get you're waking up early. You're probably hungover. Let me just get your sweatpants or your. Let me, give me your hoodie. Never. I don't want to put no. on my you nice jeans and the, my nice blouse right. He's and right. whatever I had, my blouse. dress. What year is this? Blouse. <laughs> what year did you go to college, Sure. Scott? Were you going to college in 1975? <laughs> yes, I did, yeah. I, I, I turned back the time. You pulled up your trousers and found a girl in a blouse? Yeah. Did they have knickers? And then I brought. <laughs> They brought her. Did you take her bloomers off? <laughs> Scott put her in a bustier before she left. Oh my God! When she uh, was walking out, were they delivering milk <laughs> to your doorstep? <laughs> it was full-length bathing suits back then. <laughs> the old picture at Coney Island in the in the, yeah, uh, the early turn of the century. <laughs> Found her in a speakeasy. They're both smoking Marlboros. <laughs> Oh my God, Scott! That is I never, I yes, never made the mistake of giving. I learned oh. very early on you don't give away things you like. I go into the the Goodwill bag. Oh, anything you want in there, wear it out. It's good to go. Is that what you've been giving me and my family? Yes, yeah, but I give good- you the quality stuff. Yeah, that's actually good stuff. My Goodwill bag for you is top notch, unworn okay. Under Armour. No, that's great. So there is something like in your house right now that you know is the extra shirt. The extra Absolutely. Pain. Yeah. Wow. I already know where it's going. Perfect. So you never saw the Gilligan's Island one, which meant a lot to me. So I was trying Dude, to show I, her. That's stupid. Dude, I used I to wear this shirt. Do that. I used to wear never. this shirt all the time. It was it was like a great talking point. You walk around just Gilligan's yeah. face. It was awesome. It was you like, need that. 
I'm telling you. You need good talking points. Yes. Gilligan, it played. You wear it to a party. I gave her that thinking she'd be like, wow, he's giving me his favorite shirt. She no. doesn't know it's your favorite shirt. No. Then she I doesn't mean- know me. <laughs> now, I still give away my, uh, you know, to my wife. I let her wear my boxers. Of course. You know, she wears a lot of my boxers, the same air holes and everything. But that's still, it's hot. It is hot to see a girl in a jersey. Like it 52. Well, okay. It depends. Okay, you're right. It depends. If they're the size it of the depends. offensive linemen that they're wearing. <laughs> exactly. It depends. It depends. <laughs> but I, I think football has the hottest jersey. Now, maybe the basketball yeah, uniform. Because there's no sleeves. It's like a tank top, essentially. So basketball is a hotter jersey than a football jersey. What like, about a chick in full pads, hockey jersey, <laughs> goalie outfit? What about that? Van Beesbrook on the back, no? I think all these suck. <laughs> you just want to see him naked. Yeah, I mean, what are we doing? And, and I can't believe Eddie's knocking Scott for going back in the past with a little fashion. You're the king Whoa. of 70s porn. You actually Whoa. see blouses. <laughs> you sent me something that was incredible. One of the bathrooms you were in in Newport had some of the most erotic art I've ever seen. Yeah. There was a bathroom in Newport. Now, this said a family restaurant, a restaurant that Steve Torrey told me to go to, and now I know why. My son went in the bathroom first, and he came back out, and he's like, Daddy, you got to see something. I'm like, what What happened? You clogged the toilet? No, you got to see something. What? The u- urinal? What? You peed on your shoes? No. There's naked ladies everywhere. <laughs> Get out of my way, kid. I knocked that kid over. I was faster than Costanza running out of that fire. Get out of my way. I ran right in. I spent 30 minutes in the bathroom. It was unbelievable. It was What an experience. I've never been more turned on in a men's restroom. There was nudity all over the wall. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I had an erection while peeing. It was everywhere. This is my type of family restaurant. <laughs> this bathroom was made for my family. The one picture you sent me really, really struck home. Well, it, it, it hits me right where I live. In 70s, your pants. <laughs> 70s erotica. She oh was a true classic. God. It was old school. She was sitting there holding a martini, a cigarette. Garter uh, belts. And you know what? No blouse. High heels. No blouse. Clearly drunk. She had everything. <laughs> she had it all. Oh, she yeah. And she all. was sitting on a toilet. <laughs> she had it all. Wow. All right. Well, it is March. Adam Shine, Shine on Sports, asked the question to Bob Stew. What question is on everyone's mind here at Mad Dog Sports Radio in March? Is Babchick still oh. running the, the Mad Dog Sports Radio tournament pool? How, how does that work this year? Is Babchick still in charge of that? Or did he get demoted after the controversy a few years ago? Is that Pepitone now in charge? Pepitone. I mean, that was a really big controversy years ago when Babchick, he decided to go see an advanced screening of chips. He wasn't there to collect money from people filling out it's brackets true. at the company that, is that was Good so job, long ago I was, uh, of course the howard stern controversy of with magic too. last time oh, you guys were relevant that was crazy <laughs> i don't remember Fair. who ran it last year to be I honest i don't remember Adam. I don't I I can't remember yeah, because I didn't I did. physically see somebody in person to hand them my money last year as as I got shellacked yeah, and I got crushed it. in the tournament again. I mean, I would think it might still be Babchick. I know Christopher Mad Dog Russo, he really pushed for Babchick to run it so everybody uh-huh. can get the proper bonuses and everything nope, that he wants to do specifically. Says right. that the websites won't Grade calculate the bonus money correctly. So don't he needs somebody it. like Babchick to physically do it by hand every single year, which is why some Something goes wrong. So to answer your question, Adam, wow, I, now I know no why their segments are so long. And I hope it's Babchick. <laughs> it's a lot more fun when he does. That was the it. longest yeah. answer I mean, to a question I've ever Babchick heard. Is more ever. Fun. That's a fair way to phrase it. Bob, you could have just said, Bob, economy I don't know. Of words. I don't know if he's running it. He used to run it. I don't know. Bob still went through the history. You oh, know, this history. Mad Dog March Madness bracket is rough. 
because Doggy does like old school pencil. Then the pandemic happened, and we finally got it online. Everything was seemingly okay, but we've had some issues because the the grading, the bonus. Yes, me and Evan Cohen were at a premiere for Chips, the movie. We might have been the only ones that were there. Underrated, by the Ah, way. Underrated. There you go. Great movie. Very funny. Eating ass is standard. That's was that was the big line of the film. I mean, what a what a movie! You don't remember anything, but you remember I, that. Exactly. That is amazing. Oh, it was a great premiere, and I came Michael out. Michael Pena was that Michael Pena? I think Michael Pena. And then I came out of that theater, and then I had a voicemail from Andon Chris Russo. He left it on my phone, just destroying me, just crushing me. Uh, Mike, I ran this thing for thirty-five years at the fan. I ran it forever, and I never had any issues. This happened years ago. Dog actually left me this voicemail. This you know, Mikey amazing. Chris Russo, and you know I love you, but th- this is bogus. You bail out. Now, no, I'm serious. You bail out the day this is some, some is stupid serious. movie that nobody gives a <laughs> about. Whoa! You, Dog. You, you had 3,000 people it's yesterday. You, you blew it off yesterday. Listen, I know you think you're Jimmy Fallon, but <laughs> that's not right. Okay, I'm serious. It's you got Cohen pissed off, and you got pools all over America with cash flying all over the place over because America. you're too lazy. To get it done. I'm Lazy, serious. there it is That's, again. That is bogus. Wow. That's not the right thing to do. You got to be, come on, you've been a director of this for years. All of a sudden you, I, <laughs> yeah, I know you think you're bigger than it, but that's bogus. Not the right thing to do. <laughs> There it is. I mean, wow. <laughs> and I had to track down cash in Kansas, in San Francisco. All over America. All over the country. I'm running Floating around. sheets. It's a good thing I think I'm Jimmy Fallon, so I can get it done. So, <laughs> to answer the We're question. We're online guys now. We're online guys. I don't know if I'm running it. You heard, dog. I'm the director of this pool. I, you're going to have to find out next week to see if I'm really running this pool again. Stupid bonuses. That's so dumb. All right, now, you know what's not dumb? Hot tubs. And we talked about hot tubs this week on Morning Man with Devin Cohen, Mike Patrick, and Willie Colon. What? I had a great time in this indoor pool. What? Drinking Ow. by myself and in the hot tub. It was a four-person hot tub. It was a big scientist. No more than four people. I was in that hot tub with eight people. Of <laughs> you know how tight it was? Of course, the guy sitting next to me is, is the only person in the world who's hairier than me. And he's all butt. over me, and he's wearing, like, a gold chain and everything. Stack him up. And you have to make conversation in a hot tub. And every conversation is just awkward. It's like, hey, it's really hot in here. That's my big line. It's like, hey, it's really hot in here. The guy's like, yeah, it's a hot tub. And then you have this awkward conversation. But every, you have to have it because you're, you're all so tight together. Nobody follows hot tub etiquette, hot tub protocol. It doesn't happen. There's uh, no I kids in a hot tub, tub right? I did bring my son in it's a for issue. a little bit, and that nobody gave a, had a problem with. I brought my daughter in for a little bit. You got to get her out. That, w- that seemed happen. like a problem. There was a mother looking at just Shocking. eyeing me, just yep. mother effing me. My daughter's doing a lap in the hot tub. Only adults I, I, in the hot a- tub. <laughs> I was at a resort, man, and I was it was me, the dad, and, and another gentleman, and his kids came in there. Oh and boy. the mom of Wilkie the kids ran like from across the pool <laughs> and was like, no, 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 no. Oh, good. Kids out. Literally snatched her kids parent. out of the hot tub. It was like, there's never no kids in the hot tub. Adults only. They say 15 minutes only. I forget that. I will go until I'm dizzy and about to pass out. When mm-hmm. I went back the next day, they had a sign that said it was closed. But then I pressed the button and it was working, so I just went right in. I took the, the sign button. and moved it. I just moved the sign it over. It probably needed to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. And then I had a horrible... You yeah, got a horrible, on your back. I had a horrible rash actually break out on my head. I believe it. You so I think that was too. exactly it. <laughs> Ain't no kids Hold in on. the hot tub. Nothing's really Hold shut. On. Yes, Scott. Did, you, did this actually happen this week on the show? I have zero recollection of that story <laughs> during Tweet at Me. That's great. I'm glad we Zero. Glad we made an impact then on uh, Scott, who works the show five days a week on uh, Morning Men. I mean, ah, nothing's better than a hot tub full of men. <laughs> one day, all of us will be in that hot tub. Please. Not that specific one, but you know. It's got to be a big hot tub. 
Did you just call Eddie fat? Uh... He's husky. Like my daughter, Sammy Babchick, said. Yeah, husky. Thank you. That's better. Husky sounds nicer than fat. What is husky for me? Husky means big, but it's nicer than fat. <laughs> You're fat. <laughs> You're just spelling daddy. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a lot more to get to right here. Mike Babchick's morning afters. We're going to talk about grammar. Power tease. Cat ladies. And conversions. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. If Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, you know, Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes, and welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82, recapping the week that was with some of the best audios of uh, the week. Don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere, and I mean anywhere, mm. you get Have we played any audio? Podcast. I don't know. <laughs> hearing any. I'm, I'm not positive. Well, we're the best audios of the week. Oh, Eddie Erickson oh, and Scott yeah. Messina, of course, a part of Morning After. For now, and so much happened in the world of sports, Major League Baseball, and this huge lockout. But what about Kyler Murray? He's got some issues. What about him? Well, I think he wants a new contract. And George Reister. Welcome to the club. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me too. George Reister. (laughs) He's not the only little guy that wants him. Sure, yeah, little man. I might put out a release, all caps. George Reister on Nightcap, he discussed the theme, which of course is all caps. Kyler Murray. His agent put out a statement. The first problem with this statement that this man put out, it looked like a CVS receipt. It was long. <laughs> Those and then no, the other problem long. is, who puts out a statement in long. all caps, well, they're single space? They want to. Like, whose idea was this? This oh, yeah. thing was so difficult to read. I have 29 me. vision, not 29, like 29. No, 20. Wait. Slash nine, nine. It's better vision. than Ted Williams, and this thing looked like a, a, Look a up. Where's Waldo? One of those color changing <laughs> things where where they Wait where you minute. can't figure out. George. You're trying to find the image when was you look at it too kids, long. George. You see a I different image. That. No wait, George. Oh, there was, that was two different things. Episode two. Yeah, there was the George Costanza. <laughs> Where and he's then there were staring. the highlights, hidden pictures. Yeah. yeah, and then there was the highlights, but Costanza was sitting there in the bathroom, and he came out with his shirt off because he was wow, looking. that 3D art. Right. That wasn't Where's Waldo. Where's Waldo no. is when you find Waldo, and then hence, where is he? But George has x-ray vision. That's what I got. 29 is better than 2020. 2010. I thought 2010 was as good as you could get. I guess 29. I'm telling you, he could see through. So when you Ted meet Williams. George Reister, he knows exactly what you Ted look Williams. like Whoa. downstairs. Uh-oh. Yeah, look him up. Look it up. Ted Williams' frozen head, that eyesight versus George. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to see. But George sees everything. But yeah, nine. I've actually never heard that. Never, because I don't think it's correct. <laughs> but all caps is distracting. I'm an all caps guy. I was told by so many people before in the past, stop with the all caps. Yeah. But if you always use all caps, then you're not yelling. And the CVS receipt is the longest one you're gonna find. But what is longer, the CVS receipt? Or the Cheesecake Factory menu. That old gag? <laughs> Have we done that before? <laughs> you know what? I think, we, Scott, I think this. I Scott, think play Eddie's the, answer from last time I asked this a couple of weeks ago. Just, just hit, hit I, three, I think, two, one. I think the uh, Cheesecake Factory menu has been a topic before. I think. I think you're I just, right. I think, I think you're right. Think. You know. You mean like when I don't know what to order and I'm thinking, all right, do I get the quesadillas, the chicken fingers, or a plumber? <laughs> or maybe I go to Oakley's Car Wash. I mean, there's always a car wash <laughs> ad and a plumber ad right there. No, I've never said that before. See, Scott laughed at that. He must have heard that for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did talk about 
the uh, CVS receipt, and I always like to use my rewards. The rewards are attached to my wife's phone, so she gets an instant message every time I go to CVS. How many guys have gotten busted? We did this. You told me that story. Remember, yeah. I went to CVS and I bought Magnum condoms, and I came back home. And That's right, and Beth laughed at you. Beth laughed. She's like... <laughs> So you, bought con- also? so you bought condoms for some men because it ain't for you. I mean, it wasn't what, you for you. you need a shower cap? Yeah. You need <laughs> sleeves for your short sleeve shirt. Um, no, what? Huh? But my wife is a tracker. She tries to track. Oh, yeah, she's the worst. Oh, my God. All my payment. It was like the time I was in Tampa. My wife actually asked me. She said, oh, so you went to a strip club? And I said, no. Why would you say that? Well, you went to an ATM at Mons Venus. Oh, no, that's not a strip club, honey. It was a planetarium. <laughs> the famous Mons Venus planetarium of Tampa. Yeah, I told her yeah. I'm big into space. <laughs> I love the moon. And I found Venus was right next to it. And um, I think she believed. I don't think she believed that. But that place is great. Everyone in the world should go there. Completely nude lap dances, except they put a little, like, washcloth over you. Why would that stop anything? So you're willing to get on top of me completely naked, but let's get the washcloth because we need protection. The washcloth protects all. But how about this story that we talked about on Morning Man with Evan Cole, Mike Patrick, and Willie Colon about, about, a, it? about a lady and her cats? A call girl. This is a sex worker who came out. They did a big interview on her because she said she only went into the sex business because she has to care for her 45 cats. So she's like the crazy cat lady, but she's smoking hot. Like, you think crazy cat lady. Bill Zimmerman's going to do the same, our executive producer. Bill has like 50 animals. Bill's Bill's going to sex porn to take care of his animals. That's a mental thing. I can go to your house and you have way too many pets. Did you subscribe to that? It's kind of mental. My Uncle Gary used to have a bird. Oh, Gary. He's a big fat guy. And um, one day he got really high (laughs) and he came home from not working and he sat on the couch and then. He passed out, and when he got up like an hour later, he realized he sat on the bird. The bird got out of the cage. That's oh right out of the soprano. And he says he did this before, like Ace Ventura. He took the dead bird and put it back in the cage. And then my aunt came home and was like, oh, what the hell's what would happen? He's like, I have no idea. But it was as flat as a pancake. And then eventually it came clean. <laughs> he Here's the question on this girl. She's beautiful. Smoking hot, Willie. You got to check her out. I'll send you the link. If she says, come to my house... Are you banging her in front of 25 45 cats? 45 cats? I had an incident like this. I was I was courting a young lady in uh, my day in Pittsburgh, and I was, she That's invited me over to her place. And when I walked in, she had, like, no bullshit, 12 dogs aim, walking aimlessly around her home. And I was just like, oh, you must be dog-sitting. She was like, no, these are all my dogs. <laughs> and she was talking to them in baby voices, which was even more. She was like, my it was like the Goo Goo Gaga type oh, yeah, talk, yeah. and it was like yeah, crazy. I have a friend she that does that. It's so she weird. She was smoking That's hot, but it, it, it almost turned me off. She's like, "You want to go upstairs?" We went upstairs. Almost. To yeah, you know, I, you know, I went for the kill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so we went man. upstairs to hook up, and she had dogs laying on her bed, and I was just like, "Get the dogs off the bed." She was like, "Well, this is their bed too." Oh, I was like, God. "I'm not banging next. I'm not banging next to the shit too. Get it off your bed." And she was like, "No." <laughs> And so I did it. And <laughs> of course you did it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was I was unhappy with it because I kept I kept trying to like swat the damn thing off with a pull up while I was you know. Bethany, when I first started with my my now wife Bethany, when I would go Can up you to stop her mother's. Your nose? No. Okay. When I go when well, you go up to her mother's house, you know they had this cat Rufus. No. Was, they were very close together, and Hard there was no. one time where I was fooling around, and the cat came up like on my leg. I was on my knees. <laughs> and the cat came up on my leg, and that was my first threesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's a threesome. Me, the woman, the cat. Eddie, you got two dogs that are going yeah. crazy most of the time. Oh, I'm sure you fooled around, you know, Always. right in front of them. I mean, yeah. They stay in bed while we're being intimate. 
The way very you uncomfortable. Said, I actually didn't think it was weird until the, until the way you said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> that made it sound a little odd. We don't want to disrupt them. But your wife turns to the dog and goes, oh, coochie woochie gizmo. No. Okay. No, she knows better. But unfortunately, if there's a noise, perhaps a moan, they pop up real quick and they run to her to make sure she's <laughs> oh okay. My God. I like how the, yeah, a moan very, isn't guaranteed. It's just perhaps. Well, if it happens to happen. <laughs> if, it ha- if it happens, it yeah. happens. My mother, I, I don't love how you, we're talking about sex and I just said my mother. Yeah, but my mother, there you go. My mother, my mother talks to her dog just like that. Like oh, she's yeah, one of the family. Talk. I have to call my dog. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, little Katie. Little sweet little cutie Katie. Yeah. Um, I have to call my mom's dog my sister. She's part of the family. In fact, they actually gave her my birthday. That's true. <laughs> they they rescued her. They didn't know. They were like, yeah, it was a summer birth. And you can pick anyone you want. And she's like, all right, let's pick June 19th, which well, is my birthday. Sense. Does it? it sense. Then, I mean, I have to share the cake now with Katie. Happy birthday, Mike and Katie. It's a beautiful thing. We'll make it a chocolate cake, and then she can't have any. Dog's Literal cake. Scott. Literal wow. Scott. You got a dog eating wow. chocolate. Literal <laughs> Scott right there. Oh! Yes! That was awesome. Now, my wife's a part of the family. Now, how did she get here? That's the question. And during a commercial break, I actually told Willie Colon the entire story about me and Bethany, now Babchick. Tomorrow's at, oh, you guys are Jewish, my bad. No, Bethany does Lent. Is Beth Jewish too? She's Jewish now, but as a child, she was, because, you know, she wasn't really the So you made her a Jew. When I knocked her up, my father said, if you want any type of future, as in my will, she will have to become Jewish. So then I then we started. So we met a rabbi that I found uh, in a newspaper in the Bronx. And Rad, the rabbi, Harry, was a great guy. I found him in the Bronx Times reporter. And they give Jewish lessons. He also died. said, don't but eat the apples. Jewish lessons. The Jewish lessons. <laughs> she was already at that point six months pregnant. So we, we had to do a crash type of conversion. That so was, chances are she ever divorces woman and marries a black guy. She could be. She'd she be could. Muslim or a Baptist. She could. But then he did a crash course. He just made her watch movies. This is amazing. He watched Fiddler on the Roof, Yentl, Ten Commandments, <laughs> Keeping the Faith. That Next was the Owen Wilson that. movie. No, he never watched of, uh, um, Neil Diamond, singer? The Wedding Singer. Uh, we'd watch yes. the movie, then we'd go see him on Tuesday. The guy what was a diabetic. <laughs> no, we never watched that. He's like, I don't want to, ch- don't charge, but pick up candy and soda before. That was that I had to pay him. So I'd get him like Nestle Crunch and Hawaiian Punch. He's like, you really, I really shouldn't be eating sugar. And he was on a good path until he met me. And then I was bringing him all this candy. And then he died. <laughs> oh, my God. He called me. He called me. He needed a what? new kidney. I hung up on him. I was like, I can't hear you. What? And so I contributed to this guy's death. I'm so, I'm so interested in Beth's uh, conversion. Right, it's, it is. It's actually very interesting. It's, fuck it. It should be a, it it's, should be a I know. episode somewhere. Then they took my wife. Lifetime movie of the week. She wasn't my wife. Bethany, the conversion to complete this yeah. transaction. So, so and so, they took a kidney from her too. She was my. Well, she, she was my. She was not my right, wife. So, We're not married. I got that. So I'm. I'm Christian and Baptist, whatever. But do we have the baptism. What do the Jews do? Do they have a baptism? A bris. No, our baptism is a bris. That's when they cut the dick off. Oh, the so they just they, There is no service. God, that was just a guess. The they cut a little bit of a roast beef. Wow. <laughs> they cut a little bit of a roast beef. <laughs> nah. They cut a piece of the roast. I just. That's not like a. It's not like a. They it, cut a piece of a rolled out parachute, a rolled up parachute. <laughs> I don't think the girls have that young ceremony, but they have the bar mitzvah at like twelve. So women have a bar mitzvah, and the dudes have a bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah, yeah. The bar mitzvah, you get an open bar. The bot, you got to pay. 
It's stupid. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> the great Rabbi Harry. He was so happy to find Jews in the Bronx, and he wanted to do the circumcision. How long I go, was your break? Oh, that's great. You, I didn't realize you're a moil. <laughs> Four minutes. Not. He, wanted, he wanted Joey wow. Bowie <laughs> to be his first circumcision. Oh, hell. <laughs> no, nah, poor want, Joey. You never want your kid to be the opening act. Was he not really time. a rabbi? I, he was a rabbi. Did training. Like he did training. State Farm. The way you're telling the story, I could have converted that. You're kind of Jewish now. Wow. There wow. it is, Eddie. <laughs> a lot going on there. Wow. I'm, I love the conversion story. Was Beth fully submerged, pregnant? Uh, that's the thing. I actually was hanging around Sirius XM and talking probably to you, and I actually <laughs> was late to the appointment. It was on the west side. They had an appointment. I was supposed to be there at like 10.30. Show was wrapped. I was supposed to leave right away. I didn't. I hid your lunch. You, you hid my lunch. I had to go back. I couldn't find my sandwich. And I was freaking out. And I missed one of the biggest moments in my wife's life. But she said that they not only dipped her yet, I think, to the shoulders, a ritual well, ceremony. Well, kind of sexy. It's kind of sexy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Six months pregnant, being dipped up to the shoulder. Nine. That's what I was, that's that what I was looking for At there. that point, it was nine when she was being dipped. Wow. She so, almost could have get, you almost had a water birth. Oh, yeah, it was Shamu. <laughs> it was Free Willy. And, uh, <laughs> they almost let her out. Steve Torrey. Maybe we'll dunk Steve Torrey in a tub <laughs> later today. Were you pleased is with it, our performance is today? Over? Um, you know, is over? I'm not even I'm sure I underwater. know. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> so that's, uh, we, we made it. Uh, the, uh, this is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Oh, another episode of Patrick's Morning After in the books for Eddie Erickson and <laughs> Scott Messina. Thanks to the Lock Toilet Bowl on. Club, the TBC. They listen on the bowl. Nice foul is their leader. And he tells me that Kelly Del Sorbo is a phallet who is real, and she is spectacular. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babtrix Morning After anywhere you get your podcasts, and I mean anywhere. Until next time, it is time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.